got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes, it's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. You want answers. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. Open the pod bay doors, Val. What's going on everyone? My name is Michael and welcome to Cinemates, a podcast where a bunch of mates chat about cinema over some drinks. Today I'm joined by Charlie who has previously been on the podcast as well as Luke and Ed, who are making their debut. Gentlemen, thank you for coming on. How are you traversing? <laughs> Very well, thanks, Mika. Thanks for having us. Pleasure to be back, Mika. Yeah, thanks for the invite, mate. Really appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> no, great to have you all on. In this episode, we'll be diving into yet another HBO epic, the Sam Levinson creation, Euphoria, discussing the roller coaster of emotion that was season two. And to enhance our ability to speak about the show, we'll be drinking... A variety of beers. We got some red Peronis. Boys, you got some Stonewoods. Uh, Peroni for me, yeah, OG version. <laughs> yeah, Gobbo and I got the Stonies. So. Yeah. Very good. Uh, now, before we get into it, some quick housekeeping. Make sure you are following the podcast on your chosen streaming platform and leave a five-star review. Also, if you love YouTube as well, check out the Cinemaze YouTube channel where I recently posted a video essay about the characters of Euphoria and how they may secretly be the seven deadly sins. So go check that out. You don't want to miss it. Unreal watch that, by the way. Thank you. Loved it. (laughs) So to those who are new to the podcast, I like to get an idea of who our guests are and what they like to watch. So ask a few questions about cinema. So first question, boys, Timothy Chalamet or Tom Holland? I'll start with you, Charlie. Look, it's a Tom Holland for me, definitely. Uh, obviously Spider-Man, but um, I don't know if you boys have seen The Impossible, one of his earlier roles with Ewan McGregor and Naomi Watts. Brilliant. Um, T. Chalamet annoys me. He annoys He annoys you. me, man. I, Why? I, I, he, I, he can, he, he's too hot for his boots. I reckon he, he reckons he's too hot to handle. I don't know if you, you saw what he wore to the Oscars, but. No. Um, oh, he yeah. didn't. He wasn't wearing a shirt yeah, with no, just a blazer. Yeah, I don't like that. See, Holland okay. just seems like a humble. easygoing, humble bloke. And that's what does okay, it for me. Okay, I, I see that. Yeah. Nice answer. Ed? I'm going to join Charlie in the Tom Holland department. Um, okay. Big, I can't say I've seen a whole lot of his content. <laughs> Cinema's fans are going to hate me already, I can tell. <laughs> um, and another thing to add to that, I don't know who Tim <laughs> 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 Oh, that's okay. That's why we have these questions. Um, look, he's only one of the biggest actors, but that's okay. Luke, a few haters already, I reckon. Uh, yeah, look, um, I'm going to have to join the other two boys with Tom Holland. Um, I'm sad to say I also do not know. <laughs> um, I'm not very cultured, clearly. But um, Tom Holland, I just got to say, is a sort. And yep. fair, yeah, he that's is all a, I have to say. He, <laughs> yep. he is a very good looking man and he's doing some great stuff. So good answers there. Next question, Netflix or Disney Plus? Go back to Charlie. Man, I think Netflix, just the go-to. As soon as you turn on the TV, um, it's just staring you in the face. So probably Netflix. But to get your Marvel fix, as I mm. mentioned before, with Holland, definitely a Disney Plus. So, yeah. Nice. Netflix from me. Also, Moon Knight recently out on Disney Plus. <laughs> 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 uh, 
Uh, Ed, Netflix or Disney Plus? Uh, pretty simple one for me. Netflix, Taste of Cake, any day of the week. Yeah, I'm the same. I haven't actually um, delved into much Disney Plus, so I've got a lot of um, favourites on Netflix, even though I've probably run out of stuff to watch there. But, yeah, Netflix takes a cake. Any few favourites, TV shows? Um, I think we'll go into them a bit later, but um, Ozark is up there. Um, Peggy Blinders, definitely. Yeah. So, yeah. There's some, there's some crackers on there. Next question, Zendaya or Anya Taylor-Joy? Yeah, it's Zendaya for me. I haven't watched a hell of a lot of Anya Taylor-Joy. I liked her in um, The Witch. That was pretty mm. good. Great film. But um, as we'll discuss today, uh, Zendaya is just unbelievable. The acting drops on her. Uh, yeah. So. Insane. Good answer. Ed? Yep. Again, Zendaya for me. Um, we'll delve into it further, I imagine. But she's um, she's a star. And seen a lot of her content since the early Disney days. So yeah, um, she's come a long way. She has she? come a long way. Yep. Uh, yeah. Look, I'm gonna have to go as in there as well. Just um, keeping on trend. Um, yeah. Not much to say there. You guys have got any other answers? <laughs> 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 uh, now come. Now come. <laughs> Next question. Maybe yeah. we should get Lou to go first this one. <laughs> yeah. Let's let's, let's oh. turn the tables. Sounds good. Next question. The other guys or wedding crashes. Yeah, this one was a tough one. Um, I'll have to go to the other guys just because I'm a bit of a simple dude and um, take humor out of anything. So, yeah, I love um, the other guys. I'll go for that. Thought it was pretty funny. Very funny movie. Aim for the bushes. Aim for the bushes. <laughs> <I said. laughs> um, this probably got me out of all of the questions. This was a struggle <laughs> for me. Um, I sort of thought of it as a little bit of a uh, Will Ferrell versus Vince Vaughn debate. A little bit. Um and Vince Vaughn takes the cake for me. It's wedding crashes. Wow. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Vince Vaughn is is my number one actor, has been for a long time. So uh, wedding crashes. They have both delivered some very funny quotes <laughs> that get, get brought up very often, but they wedding sure crashes for me. No, good answer. Charlie? I'd probably say the other guys, man. Um, it's probably my most quotable movie. Um, I mean, Will Ferrell's tuna line monologue is just <laughs> – one of the greatest things to ever grace the silver screen. Um, that or Christina <laughs> as well. Just all time. Um, never fails to make me laugh. So, so I'll probably good. say the other guys. I, I've like recently found myself watching the bloopers of the other guys a lot. Mm. Um, and they always just like improvise all these jokes. And there's this one where the <laughs> Prius has just driven through the crime scene. And that guy who's like telling about what they found, he's like... They found a human penis in an eel's mouth. And, and he's like to Will Ferrell, how did that get in there? He's like, I'm asking you. <laughs> so good. Uh, that's good. So good. Yeah. Uh, next question, Luke, Ozark or Euphoria? This will be pretty telling of the podcast episode. Uh, look, I'm going to have to go Ozark, unfortunately. Um, Euphoria took me a while to get into. Um, and so did Ozark, to be honest. Most shows do, but... Mm. I just really liked Ozark. Uh, Jason Bateman um, did really well, um, and it just—I feel like there's another. There's definitely another season coming out. So yeah, there is. Um, yeah, really liked it, and um, big fan of it. So yeah, two two good shows there. So hard yep. to hard to be wrong there. Ed, um, Euphoria for me. I'm gonna have some more haters here because I haven't seen Ozark yet. That's okay. But though. Euphoria for me, as I don't have a choice. <laughs> I'm Charlie? in the same boat, man. You haven't seen Ozark? I haven't seen Ozark. Um, I've heard nothing but good things. So yeah. um, same as Ed, um, I had no <coughs> choice but to go with Euphoria on this one. Fair enough. 
Ozark is really good. Um, would highly recommend it. So add that to the list. Next question, into the deep ones. Most memorable movie that you saw in cinemas? Luke. Um, yeah, I'm going to throw this one quite far back. Um, this was back when 3D was a big thing in cinemas. 3D. Oh, like uh, the old glasses. glasses. Yeah, the, the glasses. <laughs> I was probably still in one of those booster seats. Um, my dad actually took me along to see Avatar in 3D. Ooh, I think yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah. And that was like, that was the biggest thing back then. So um, that really took me as one of my most memorable and like probably favorite ones. Uh, it's probably been taken over now, but really enjoyed that. Where did you see it? In a movie cinema. It might have been at like, I don't know, Macquarie, Macquarie Center or something. Like yeah, that. No. I can't remember. Fair enough. So, Ed, we'll go to you. Um, uh, most memorable movie that you saw in cinemas. Yeah. Again, you guys aren't going to like me, but I actually can't remember a recent movie that I saw in the cinemas. So, like Luke, I'm going to have to throw it back a fair while. And this That's was actually okay. the first movie I saw in cinemas, and it was Shrek 1. So, wow. Yeah. Look, an all-time movie, um, but I don't think I liked it at the time. I was very young and apparently mm. I cried throughout the whole thing. But <laughs> um, It is an emotional movie. So. I don't know if it was emotions or being scared of Shrek. I don't know. but um, You kind of look like him. Uh, <laughs> you're over there. <laughs> Sorry about that. No, nah, but that, that's what's great about it, like movies. Like you, rem- you weirdly remember all these mm. old ones that you saw. Yeah. Um, so good answer there. Charlie? Um. On the last podcast I was on, I did say Inception from memory, but uh, more recently, if you haven't seen The Batman, oh um, man, man, uh, if you have the time, go see it. Um, it's a long one. Um, I went and saw it pretty hungover, but it mm. snapped me out of my hangover in the first oh. about 10 minutes, especially that scene with the Batmobile. I was literally on the edge of my seat. Oh so my god, you should go and watch that every Sunday then. Man. Man, it's unbelievable. Can absolutely attest to that. I've seen it twice now. It's so good and does have you on the edge. So if you haven't seen it, very memorable. Uh, next question, Luke, fastest TV show binge. Yeah, I was trying to think about this one. I've, I know there's been a few fan favorites in a couple of guests before um, in the name of Patrick Hogan. Uh, um <laughs> Look, I, I, whenever I get onto a new TV show, I fly through it, obviously, because I'm doing nothing else with my life. So, <laughs> um, Hey, don't sell yourself short. Uh, anyway. Um, <laughs> Happy Australia Day. Happy Australia Day. Um, I don't know. It'd be easily a couple nights. Um, I think um, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, I went through super wow. quick. Mm. Yep. Super, they're only like uh, 30, 40 minute episodes. Yeah, yeah. No, I no, think less like than that. Like like twenty-two, yeah. twenty-three. There's like eight, I eight seasons. Yeah, or but nine there's, like, seasons there's or... heaps. Um, and yeah, I flew through that. I reckon it would have been a season every two or three nights. I reckon there's like that's some that's serious numbers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you just fly through them. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I'm with you there. Yeah. Um, I'll Brooklyn Nine is a good shout. Um, I had. <laughs> Entourage as one of mine. Ooh. It took me a while to get into it in yeah. terms of being able to actually bring myself to watch it. Mm. Um, but over the summer break, I had COVID for a week, as most did. Yep. Um, so I found myself just literally just watching them. And they're probably half an hour episodes <clears> max. <throat> and I think there's seven seasons of mm. probably 12 or 13 episodes. So I reckon I did it in the week at least. At my max, <laughs> sorry. You were the one a, a, day. Se- a season a day. 
Yeah, I reckon. Wow. wow. You were the yeah. one who gave us COVID as well, weren't you? <laughs> you no, were. I think that came from an hour. Uh, don't know. So. <laughs> <laughs> why, why not? A group member in that uh, in that holiday. Uh, yeah. uh, Charlie, fastest TV show bench? Man, I like Ed, when I had COVID, I got through four seasons of Yellowstone. So that's what, 50-minute episodes, eight each season. Yeah. My seven-week ISO, I finished season four as I was finishing ISO. So... <laughs> Four seasons in seven days. Mate, yeah, that's Pretty a lot. Good shout. That's a lot, and it's it's worthy of that as Absolutely. well. Absolutely. Uh, next question. We'll go to Charlie again. Favorite <laughs> Australian movie. Um, so mine is a bit of an oldie. Uh, it's Two Hands with Heath Ledger. I don't okay. know if yeah. you've seen it. Haven't Heath seen Ledger, it myself. Heath Ledger, Rose Byrne. Um, it's set in King's Cross in Sydney. Very wow. like familiar scenes. It's a bit on Bondi Beach. Mm. Um, but uh, yeah, that's definitely one. It's really thrilling crime drama where he uh he loses a bit of money for a drug dealer does heath uh and pretty much has to find it for him uh, he's in a bit of trouble so wow it's, I, it's it's good one and it's really refreshing seeing early heath with an aussie accent yeah film. for so sure definitely give it a watch if you, if you can it's a bit of a sword back in his day too man was one was big time big talent um i had to think about this one a little bit this was one of the movies where my dad i was pretty young my dad was one of those ones where he just makes you watch it, doesn't yeah. he? Just says, "Trust me, you'll love it." Mm. Uh, Gallipoli from me. Mm. Um, can't say I remember a whole lot about it now. It was a long time ago when I watched it, but one that's stuck with me for sure since then. Yeah, good. Uh, good that film takes a there. cake for me. Yep, Luke. Yeah, look, I'm gonna go a bit old as well, similar to what Ed did. Um, my old man just put it on and said, "You got to watch this." Um, it's one of the classic comedies, The Castle. Oh, can't great really, film. Can't really yep. go past that. No. Yep. Um, yeah. The all oldies love that there's, too. There's all a, time yeah. I find so my good. dad saying a lot of the stupid sayings they're saying that and I'm like, what are you talking about? Going straight to the pool room. Tell yeah, him he's dreaming, mate. <laughs> Tell him we're dreaming. But yeah, no, that's a great classic. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, next question. A movie that you think everyone needs to see. Um, so last time I said The Thin Red Line, um, mm. but honestly I've said it before more recently you got to go see the Batman. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not joking. That, right, you, that three hours, you like, you will be on the edge of your seat the entire time. It keeps absolutely. you guessing. Um, so I'll probably say more recently the Batman, but I have answered the questions. So. Yeah. No, yeah. definitely agree. I'm going to go slightly out there, I think, a movie called Unbroken. I don't know if anyone's Please. watched yeah. it. Um, about a um, soldier. Soldier. He was an American Olympian. Um, gets called up to gets the call up to uh, World War Two, um, and then obviously does a fair bit of a stint in the POW camp as well. So mm. it's good. It's a good flick. One of those it ones is. where Dad also got me to watch it and actually came out loving it. So yeah, great flick. Um, yeah, look, I'm going to go with my favorite movie or one of them. Um, Paul Kelly. Paul Kelly Gangs of Youth. Paul Kelly and Gangs of Youth, great artist. Um, <laughs> no, but I'm going to go with Moneyball. Ooh, uh, that great is a choice. Look, that's one of my favorite movies, and you have if you haven't seen it, do yourself a favor and go and watch that. <laughs> yep. Um, just the mix of sports and economics just really hit me really well. Yeah, mm. and uh, Joni Hill got to love the bloke. So, so good. Oscar Brad Pitt. Yeah, great, great cast. Great cast. That yeah. great cast. Next question: Favorite streaming service, Charlie. Um, yeah, I'm I'm a Netflix <laughs> guy, and not not just because it's the first thing that hits you in the face, but I think. The catalogue of movies that they've got coming up this year. Um, mm. I don't know if you saw that trailer f- end of last year. I'm pretty sure I tagged you in it on 
Star, but they've got stuff like that new Chris Hemsworth movie, Escape from Spider Head. Escape from Spider Head, I think it's Something called. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, and the um the Grey Man with um Ryan Gosling and Chris Evans, which looks unbelievable. Oh that yeah, espionage one. Um, but I think the amount of content that they consistently deliver on, yeah, really does set them apart. So I'm definitely going to say Netflix for sure. Ed. Yeah, Netflix is probably a pretty standard answer, but it probably takes the cake for me. Um, little shout out to Amazon Prime as well. Mm, um, mm. They've done a few big uh, sport documentaries, which yep. um, obviously you guys know, um, as I'm sure the rest of you are, big, big sport fanatics. So <laughs> they um, do a few of those. Also, uh, just chuck a little plug in there to Lux Listings just come out season two. <laughs> so that's also on there. Jeff Bezos, fan of the podcast. Well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jeff, yeah, Jeff, yeah. hope you're well. Yeah. Uh, we'll get coffee next week. <laughs> Luke? Uh, yeah. Can I just say, are you going to say takes the cake again? Did I say it just yeah. 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 Um, So anyway, day. Um, yeah, look, probably Netflix. I do like Stan, but I feel like I've run through – I do like Stan, but I feel like I've run through – Quite a lot of their content pretty quickly, and it does quite annoy me that they've got exclusive rights to a lot of sport now. Yeah, um, they can go. Yeah, yeah, they, they can, can go. Yeah, yeah, but I'm, I'm a big fan of Netflix. Yeah, for sure. Next question: TV show that you're watching in the moment, Luke. Yeah, I was talking to the boys about this before. Um, a lot of them haven't seen it yet. It's on Netflix. It's called Top Boy. Um, there is a Summer House version, which isn't actually produced by Netflix, but they've got two other ones that are. Um, and their new season's just come out and it's, yeah, quality. Um, some people may not like it, but, yeah, I really liked it. For sure. Have heard good things, yeah. Ed. Mm. I'm in a little bit of a funk um, in relations to TV shows. I've stopped. I haven't really got into anything since Euphoria, which was recent. Um, I will watch Top Boy as of um, just recently, as Luke suggested. But I am re-watching Ballers, um, which ah. I'm getting pretty sick of. But great <laughs> flick, that is. Fox 8. <laughs> um, and... <laughs> And and obviously, uh, as I plugged before, Lux Listings is on the uh, it's on the channels at the moment. So that's oh why are you such a big fan of Lux Listings? Oh yeah, just uh, <laughs> you're looking at the face of Woolwich there, brother. One of our yeah, one of on, our mate. great friends is actually on it. I believe in episode one. Oh yes, uh, Mr. Little shout out to Mr. Mr. Jack <laughs> Rector, um, yes. who apparently got paid two hundred and fifty dollars to stand there. Some yeah. great acting gigs. Yeah, there. great yeah, acting. Really- <laughs> Depth character, yeah, yeah. for yeah. sure. <laughs> Charlie, TV show. Uh, I just started watching Ted Lasso. Beat, ah. on Apple TV. Um, man, I'm a massive Jason Sudeikis fan, and um, yeah, and I'm really enjoying it. I, I know nothing about soccer, absolutely nothing. Liking it, I, but I'm really, really enjoying it. I need to watch it. It's, it's so like, good, really man. It is so good. good. We um watched it. Sorry, <laughs> you. Sorry, I was just saying. Speaking about like the sports ones, I really enjoyed. Um, Drive to Survive as well. Yes. Which yep. I like hated F1 and now mm. I'm a huge fan and it's in Melbourne this weekend coming. It is. Um, so um, if you aren't a huge fan of sports, I'd recommend to watch movies or TV shows that are about sport and you just yeah. you'll get into it. So in the last episode, we had an elevator pitch from Nathan. He recommended The Night House, the horror film. And let me just say that it was seriously good. I don't usually sort of like horror films because usually have nightmares for, you know, a solid amount of time. <laughs> um, but it's a seriously interesting story with a very interesting twist at the end. And Rebecca Hall, she plays the lead role. She performed really well. 
Uh, the jump scares, I watched it on my own and they fucked me up. <laughs> um, so fucked. if you like horror, I would recommend this. Uh, great elevator pitch, Nathan. Thanks for sending Good that in. You, Good on you, Nathan. Good Thank on you for that. <laughs> so the next Cinemates community elevator pitch is coming from Peter. So let's hear what he's got to say. Hey, Michael. Uh, big fan of the pod and the YouTube channel. My name's Pete. I am recommending Donnie Darko today. Uh, it's a sci-fi fantasy movie back from 2001. Um, it has a 86% Rotten Tomato score and the cast consists of Jake Gyllenhaal in his breakout role um, and other features like Drew Barrymore, Maggie Gyllenhaal, his sister, Seth Rogen and Patrick Swayze. It's a psychological thriller movie um, and also hailed as a tiny superhero movie as well, but you'll figure that out by the end of the film. Um, highly recommend it. Watched it for the first time a couple weeks ago and uh, my mind was blown. Uh, the last 10 minutes really sends you through a loop. Cheers. Thanks, Pete. Nice recommendation there of Donnie Darko. Have not seen it myself. Have you guys <laughs> seen Donnie Darko? I have indeed. Have not. Um, yeah, look, I've heard great things. Does have a bit of a cult different following. Different film, different film. Yeah, I have heard it's very different. So I'll give it a go, Pete. Go we'll, see. Pete. we'll see how Thanks, it goes. Pete Slavin. Go on you, Pete. <laughs> so now getting into Euphoria finally. To the listeners out there who haven't seen the show or season two yet, what would you say about the teen drama in one word? Start with you, Charlie. I'm going to say different. Uh, I'm going to say different because... I haven't really seen a show with that blend between the standard of acting, the plot, choice of cast, the cinematography, and more importantly, the score. Mm. Um, but also in ways I think it's relatable to us because of, I guess, the ways that it deals with, you know, this part of our lives, you know, dealing with relationships between partners and yep. parties, relationships with drugs and alcohol, um, sexual identity for some. Um, yep. And even that genuine questioning of if there's something greater, especially in this season, if there's something greater than um, what's on earth for us. Yeah. Um, I think it's absolutely brilliant. And like I, I said before, but the score is just unbelievable. The soundtrack by Labyrinth. It's Labyrinth. so good. Yeah, it's brilliant. It is. For sure. Yeah. Luke? Uh, yeah, look, I was just going to keep it nice and simple. I was going to say it was, it was intense. Um, it was. New, new episode was something different. Um, I did like – they always keep you guessing on the um, on the last like minute or so of the episode. Yeah. So you always have to keep watching, which is why it's hard to go to sleep, <laughs> close the laptop. <laughs> I'd often wake up and the laptop was still open playing. Um, yeah, intense. Um, a lot of things happened in especially the last episode, which I wasn't a huge fan of, but – We'll get into that. Yeah, we'll get yeah. into that later. Good word. Uh, encapsulating for me um, – I this is going to be a pretty icy take, but I actually found myself throughout the season getting like losing interest in parts, but it just like drew me back in like five minutes later or something like that. Mm. Like as Luke said, you get I to agree. the last three minutes of the episode and it <clears throat> makes you as like most do, but it just makes you want to watch the next episode. And I found myself up till you know two thirty, three o'clock <laughs> yeah. on, a, on a school night. <laughs> um, school night, <laughs> um, obviously, and yeah, so. Yeah, encapsulating for me. Nice word. My oh, word is going to be flexi. Now, the reason why I say flexi is because there are two main characters that really sh shone this season, Fezco and Lexi. 
There's oh, a big, wow, there's okay. a big uh, support for the flexi combination. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. like that actually. So, or it, it might even be flexi, but either way, flexi. flexi. Like One flexi. word. It was a great little uh, plot line this season. Uh, so if you haven't seen it, if you want to see what I'm talking about, you're going to have to fucking see it. <laughs> <laughs> I, reckon, um, I reckon that's a chance to be on tomorrow's Wordle as well, flexi. Yeah, it could be on. So yeah. um, if it is tomorrow's Wordle at the time of this recording, you've got to uh, buy a lottery ticket. Yeah. All right, getting into it, just to recap uh, season two of Euphoria, uh, Rue has relapsed after Jules left her at a train station and now Fez and Ashtray are with her with a new drug dealer, Lori, and Rue wants to become a drug dealer herself. So she makes a bit of a deal, gets some drugs for herself, and she's back uh, relapsing, which isn't very good. Cassie hooks up with Nate at a New Year's party before Fezco bashes him after sharing a nice moment with Lexi. Uh, Rue meets Elliot, who enables her drug habits. Nate and Cassie begin a secret romance while Nate and his father, Cal, argue about jewels where Cal later breaks down and uh, lets some things flop out. Uh, Nate, (laughs) Nate, (laughs) Nate gives Jules the... Sex tape before calling the police on his dad. Fezco and Lexi begin a close friendship while Lexi writes a play about her life and those around her. Uh, Elliot tells Jules about Rue's drug relapse, who tells Rue's mum and leads to Rue going AWOL as her mum flushed the drugs down the toilet and she runs away from home to steal money for Laurie and later exposes the truth between Cassie and Nate to Maddie. Lexi's play goes ahead while Fezco gets caught at home with a friend trying to expose him to the police. Ashtray rashly kills him, which leads to the cops breaking in and starting a shootout where Ashtray accidentally shoots Fezco and is later killed. Meanwhile, Cassie and Maddie fight at Lexi's play after Nate breaks up with her for being humiliated. And finally, Rue leaves Jules and stays sober for the rest of the year. So that is season two. Let's get straight in. What did we think the best parts or scenes were of the season, boys? Um... I guess I'll kick it off. I was pretty disappointed by season two. I don't know. Um, thought it was particularly <coughs> disjointed, but in mm. saying that, it did have some pretty memorable scenes. Absolutely. Um, I know your page reshared the scene where Rue sort of breaks down and um, really goes at Jules mm. um, and Elliot and her mm. and her mum in that um, in that living room. That was a pretty powerful, really, really lasting scene for me. Um, Mm. And also a special shout out to that scene in episode one, which I thought was the best episode. That little shot where there was the spotlight of each of the characters. Oh, yeah. If you remember it. Yeah, yeah. But I I just thought that really, really highlighted each character's sort of individualism in a way Mm. and how all the characters were just sort of intricately uh, connected to each other. but Yeah, for yeah, sure. I thought there were some brilliant scenes in it nonetheless. Definitely. Mm. I s- they, they made this kind of like behind the scenes thing called Euphoria for You or something and they were talking about that exact scene and they basically would turn all the lights off and then flash like one character and it was, it was very cool to kind of see, as you said, the like spotlight on each and how they all have their own things. Uh, some big scenes that I thought were really good was – also at the um, New Year's Eve party, Fezco and Lexi like sharing a bit of a bond. Yeah, that. Um, Fezco was like, 
uh, hey, you're like the coolest person in here. Right? <laughs> and stuff like that. And you just start to like see what's going on. Mm. Um, and later in the season, we also got similar sort of vibe. Um, but they're watching the movie Stand By Me. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Go. Um, and that was, yeah, fucking such a good scene. Yeah. You um, love a Fez and Lexi, eh? I really do. Flexi, like, Flexi. They, they were the highlight of the season for me. I do agree. It was a bit disjointed, but um, there were still some nice moments it in was, there. I th- can I just say there's another good scene, um, I think it was a bit after the play where Rue like envisions herself and like they're actually in the play and they're sitting at the front of her house. Mm. Oh, they yeah, like, yeah. little kids or like it was after her first relapse, I believe. Oh, no, sorry, rather. It was when, when her father died. Describe. Yeah. And mm. she like went back on her whole life and like sort of realised that she'd sort of fucked up in a sense. And mm. I thought that was a really powerful scene for me. Yeah, yeah definitely. Uh, I was going to... Um, go to the first New Year's Eve party where Flexi first started. <laughs> I think that actually just got me because they're two of the like most opposite characters, mm. opposite and side. I, I, I it was point. so unexpected that they were going to click so well, mm. um, and gave us an opportunity to learn a lot more about both of them because I felt like they were probably overshadowed in season yeah. one. You didn't really see a lot of them, definitely. Um, and uh, Fez was a, a big surprise for me how much I got around him. Yeah, yeah he's got yeah. some depth. Yeah, he does. And, we st- and same with Lexi. A few, like, few lessons for yourself that. in the romantic world as well there, Ed. Well, um, Lucas, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need any help over there, big guy. Sorry. <laughs> Cut that out. <laughs> that was a good comment, man. <laughs> um, I thought another good scene was um, – we, I mentioned it in my recap, but um, Cal like breaks down. There's an episode about Cal and he's like, um, you know, exploring his sexuality and uh, his family. Yeah, <laughs> good in excess uh, song. Uh, but he, yeah, breaks down and he's just like peeing in his house. Yeah, was that, that was his absurd. actual penis or was it fake? It had to be had- fake. <laughs> Thought it was his, really. no, surely. I don't that's know. Not, that's not a great inclusion, uh, old Dominic. <laughs> I thought I thought some other scenes worth mentioning. Um, when Nate is in, is at Maddie's house and he has does like the Russian roulette thing with the gun. Yeah, mm. yeah, absurd. Um, so intense. Crazy. And apparently that was fully improvised. Wow. That wasn't even in the script. The director Sam Levinson was just like, "All right, you guys just do what you think they would do in that situation," and wow. they they just did it. Shout out to our mate Jacob. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah Jacob Alordi, Australian. Yeah. He's killing it. Um, yeah. He loves uh, this Cinemates podcast. Big scene so. for Nate too was the, I, I wouldn't say final scene, but it was last episode where he turns his dad in. I think mm. that was um, Huge a big moment for him. I reckon got some. Um, yeah. I grew on him towards the end. Yeah. Big mm. time. Definitely. I reckon yeah. he's going to have a big season three. Mm. For sure. Yeah. Last big scene I thought. Goes without saying, Lexi's play. Yeah. Yeah, look, I wasn't a big fan of it. Um, Really? I I kind of, um, as much as I grew hatred to Nate, Mm. um, I kind of felt bad for him in the play. Yeah. Um, I felt like if it was me, I'd be be quite quite angry if I was watching that about me. Um, Yeah, look, I don't know why. I wasn't a huge fan of it. Great production value for a high school play. Wasn't it? Just a million dollar budget. (laughs) (laughs) Doesn't happen to Joey's. Who's funding that? Um, but nonetheless, there were some cracking scenes, um, and it is worth giving Sam Levinson, the creator, credit. You know, he's made an incredible show, and even though maybe season two was a bit more disjointed, as Charlie said, um, cinematography and the music, as you said, is unreal. So 
definitely a good season um, here and there. Anyway, uh, what do we think was some bad scenes? We already kind of started to touch on them, but um, any sort of particular scenes that you didn't like? Boys? Not scenes in in particular for me. I felt like we got lost in a lot of the, I guess, hallucination sort of things when Rue was getting off her head and she was sort of just going off to another world. I felt like you sort of got lost. Mm. They'd go on for two or, two or three minutes and you'd just sort of, I guess, lose interest and then sort of lose context of what's actually happening in the episode and then you'd yeah. be back those, to school. Those scenes like. did make me want to ride a bike though. Uh, like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that- well, that's when they happened. They were riding the bike through the forest yeah. and like oh, there was yep. a light at the end. I don't know why, but it just made me want to go. You want to have some really of those like moments, do you? Riding a bike. Yeah, <laughs> take back some memories. Yeah, for and sure. shoot up too, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I um, I really hated the scene. Leave that. <laughs> I really hated the scene between Cat and Ethan breaking up. I just it made me hate Cat as a character. Yeah. Um, she's just gaslighting the shit out of him, and he's. I think he's brilliant as shown in that scene that. Luke was alluding to earlier with in the play when he's mm. just taking the piss out and hate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it, I mean, Cat just yeah really annoyed me. We, which in my research for this, I actually realised that Cat was apparently really difficult to work with on set with the mm. producers, and um, the actress was actually one of the reasons that McKay departed from the series. Wow. Oh, wow. yeah. So they they um, apparently did not get along at all on set, um, and was actually the reason why. Cat, firstly, Cat's um, screen time this series was heavily diluted mm. um, because of her relationship with the producers, but also um, her relationship with McKay was the reason that he left the show. So wow. She's that- um, she's definitely brought on the influence of OnlyFans in our society today, I think, Cat. Mm. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, no, I, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Good no, she, yeah, yeah, well said, actually. Yeah. yeah. I, I do have a big hatred for Cat as well, though. As yeah. a character, yeah. As, as a character, character yeah, and, correct. Well, and now as a person. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was gonna say, like, where did McKay go? Yeah, like he just genuinely disappeared after Cassie well, went with Nate. Did we see him after that party where Nate and Cassie? That was, that was the, the last end. You saw it and he didn't even see. Like, there was no backlash was, with him or anything. When Nate was just talking really weird to him about like what he was doing. In the that was room. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the same party when Fez bashed him. Yeah, 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 yeah it was. So maybe party, yeah. maybe Fez got to him before he could. Yeah, but still sad to hear that he left. Um, and yeah, I have heard that she was quite difficult. And yeah, uh, Ethan is a great character. Like the guy that plays him, Austin Abrams, like he's good. Yeah, he was good. So yeah. maybe season three, Ethan might have a bit more. Yeah, hope so. About him. Um, I didn't really like Elliot's song in the finale. Like it, it went was, on. Too it was long. nice. Yeah, it was yeah. a nice moment, but it went on for yeah, ages. They could have done like one minute for it. Yeah, it was the entire song. Like yeah, it was the ridiculous. whole thing. Yeah. Good song though. Good it song. Was a good song. But he they could have done it as like him. an outro to the um, like to the credits of the yeah. episode. Yeah. Rather than like in like five minutes. Yeah. To go. Do a do a little forty five second minute. Yeah. In the actual it, scene and then play it in the it, outro. Do you reckon it's a that or three nights? Yeah, he could have played. Th- <laughs> if you played three nights, uh, yeah. yeah, I'd so be the the song about the Okay, who do you think your favorite characters were? Of this season, boys. I'm going to cop a bit of heat here, but it's <laughs> Nate from me. Nate? Wow. Why? Why? Man, You're in trouble here, I was guy. thinking about this last night, and in terms of a character that really brings a lot to a scene and just keeps you entertained, always brings something, whether that's yep. a good or bad 
um, you know, emotion, I, I think he really tops the list. Mm. Um, he's just so damaged and it's mm. just so obvious that he's relating to Cassie because like him, she's really damaged from their up, um, her upbringing. Yeah. Obviously with her dad, he's got a shocking relationship with his dad. Yeah. Um, in terms of complexity, I think he's the only character that um, is really not sure about his sexuality. Mm. Um, he And like I said, he really keeps you on your toes throughout. I mean, that scene at the end with Jules when he returns the, the DVD is yeah. something that I did not mm. see coming. Um, but in saying that, I think he is by and large a terrible human being. Oh, um, <laughs> he's and, evil. And he also drinks six packs of Bud while driving at about 400 k's. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Like his dad as well. Like, like his yeah, dad. Just yeah. How do you drink that much and maintain a figure like that as well? I know. Yeah. No idea. Would like to know. Yeah. <laughs> well, you don't know KFC. No, I've got the secret. Uh, Nate, though, that is interesting. For yeah. me, uh, this will probably come as no surprise as I've talked about it the whole episode, but Lexi. I think that um, easily my favorite character this season, her and Fez's romance. Um, and I actually like that they didn't kind of, um, you know, get together. We're yeah. like still sort of being teased that a bit. Um, but she like, she had the courage and confidence to finally speak out before she was like, you know, hiding, like, well, not hiding, but um, as I say in my video essay, she was quite, um, you know, subdued. And she would, whenever Rue was like doing drugs in front of her, say like, at the funeral of her father, she kind of would like hold her breath and not really say anything. Mm. Um, but now she's got some balls. So good on her, her play. Um, you know, she finally like uh, was saying her feelings to everyone else. So yeah, for me, it was Lexi. Could I print her up for more, more in season three, I think as well. Mm. I think it will. Yeah. Definitely. Mm. Oh, I, I hope so at least. Yeah, definitely. Um, Ed, Luke, what were you? Um, go, Ed. Uh, Fez for me. Um, mostly down to the relationship with Lexi. I was going to say Lexi, but I knew you would. So I mm. went to, to Fez. Um, I agree <laughs> with what you said because of the, it was sort of a good thing that you didn't see them actually get together and hook up or anything because yeah. it sort of leaves a little bit left to be desired. But yeah, I reckon in that stand by me scene, I reckon that was, if anywhere, like if it was ever going to happen, it was going to be then. And I sort of was waiting for it. Yeah, me too. Um, Fez, I just liked that we learnt a lot more about him. I was a little bit disappointed in him when he bashed Nate. I thought that was a bit of a um, mm. a bad moment for him. Yeah. But how good's that line? If I could interrupt at the New Year's <laughs> Eve party, yeah. When he's just like any New Year's resolutions, and he's like just you, and then just smashes mm. the shit out. Yeah. Of Probably not yeah. a glass of bloke first. Yeah. Not a glass. No, no. Yeah. Fair enough. Use your fist. Yeah, it's a, yeah, well said. But in saying that, like he did it because of Rue. That just like yeah. was saying like how Definitely. good of a friend he was. But I don't, yeah. I don't. Where does their relationship stem um, stem from? Just because he was selling her drugs, I think because so. Because he yeah. does say a lot. She's like my sister, but you don't really even in season one, you don't really get how that occurred. Mm. Just yeah. because he was selling her drugs and now he doesn't want to. It's yeah, a bit weird. Well, another, yeah, it is yeah. kind of weird uh, in that sense. Another big thing for Fez, I think, was there's a scene where. Rue comes, I, I can't remember what she, where she's coming from, but she's on the door. Bangs on the door. Yeah. She's going nuts. And he's Withdrawals. he's finally yeah. taking a stand. That's season and he's, two, isn't it? Yeah, it season is season two, yeah. Um, and Fez, uh, I mean, he probably doesn't have the grounds to stop now because he's been doing it for years, but he decides that enough's enough and he, mm. he can't obviously sell her anymore. But mm. big scene, I thought. Yeah, I thought as well, like with Fez, like when um, 
he's getting ready for Lexi's play and you're like, fuck, like this is going to be each. She's saved him his seat. Yeah. But yeah, he gets shot by Ashtray accidentally. So it'll be interesting to see if he's all right next Mm. season. Yep. Uh, I'll go from there with my favorite character. Um, as you said, he does shoot Fez, but Ashtray is my favorite. <laughs> Ashtray. <laughs> that is absurd. Oh, man. Well, That's worse look, than Nate. I have said that I'll call my first uh, my firstborn son well, that, Ashtray. That will never <laughs> Ashtray Robertson. You've got to find a woman first, though, Luke. Yes. Ashtray Robert, um, Robertson. Look, he's just a reserved character when he has to be. He's always got Fez's back. Yeah. Um, yep. I see a lot of myself in him. <laughs> I think he's got a lot. I don't. I, what's the predictions with him? He's, he's dead. dead. No, but no, no, no. I've, he's dead. I've seen some things, like so. It, the scene he's, where the scene where he he's like sitting up and he's just like staring, and the laser goes from his chest to like his yeah. eye, but then it cuts scene. Do we actually we don't no, see no, him? No, you, you just hear like a you hear the bang. You hear right, a little he's, bang. He's maybe dead. some maybe. Could maybe be a Fez rubber. Gets up and shoots the guy who's got no, the gun. I reckon. I reckon. It could be a rubber bullet or something. That's what turns Fez bad in the next season. Seeing the death of his little brother. Oh, okay. I don't want. Well, I don't want to see that. Oh, no, no, Can no, I just no. say, legends never die, and and Juice Ashtray World. is not dead. Mm. Yeah, but that was his own doing. So he, yeah, he <laughs> he didn't need to stab the guy in the neck. So <laughs> yeah, he's he's a yeah. bit. That was some of his losing actions. Some of his actions are outrageous, but for they're for the good of Fez. Yeah, he's got good intentions. Wait, he stabs. The guy in the neck yeah. at that thing. That yeah. was caused oh, the was police. Warranted. Yeah, because he was bringing the cops. He brings the police in. Yeah. Yeah, he yeah but he. He's wearing wire. Yeah, but. It, yeah, well, yeah, okay, fair enough. But right. he was being a, a snake, so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he gets stitches. Definitely. Stitches get stitches. Stitches weren't going to help him either. <laughs> no, no, they were not. Nah. Uh, obviously, goes without saying, Rue's obviously a, a big character in the show. Zendaya, I think she killed it this season. Um, she'll probably win another Emmy. There yeah. are some insane scenes, as you said before. She's like banging on the door. Mm. Her like breaking down with her mum and stuff. That was pretty uh, hard to watch. So, yeah. yeah, it'll be interesting to see where Rue goes next season. So, I guess going uh, on that little segue then, predictions for season three. I've got a few things that I found from Reddit here. Oh, uh, great website. <laughs> great website. Uh, as for a couple things, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. As the great uh, Pat Hogan would say, there is a deep dark hole in Reddit. <laughs> Shout uh, out to our friend Pat. Yeah, good on you, Patty. So, so first, first prediction, Rue and Lexi become closer friends. Yeah. Season three, what do you reckon? I like that. Yeah, 100%. I think they've got to. If, if Rue stays sober, sober? Yeah. then I think they're a big chance. Okay, interesting. Nate becoming a good guy. Um, yeah, he had a little I, glimpse there. I, I had, um, I, I reckon he's gonna come out as okay. homosexual. As homosexual, yeah. I reckon that's gonna really um, lift a lot off his shoulders. I had down that him and Jules are gonna get together. Wow, well, I, interesting. Man, that that little cliffhanger of them in the car, and he's saying to her, "I meant what I said." Mm. Um, that's gonna yeah. count for something. I don't know if he's gonna absolutely ditch. Um, was that true though, or was he just being a? Sicko? Yeah, that's the question, yeah. man. Jules, Jules is keeping it in the family. But I reckon then. he's, I reckon <laughs> he's turning a leaf. He didn't have to return that CD, that DVD. But that is true. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> it's good to know that Jules did smash that up as well. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Good on her. It's, it's out of there. Yeah, yeah a mm. bit of a release for them both. That's interesting. Um, next little prediction: Rue and Jules get back together, or are they done? See, I'm a bit confused by Rue. Uh, Rue. Um, not really sure whether she actually is. 
Yeah, who knows what her sexuality is? Um, Bisexual. Thought, yeah, look. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> like I, I was just a bit confused with her, for, like for quite a bit. Um, I think maybe she used Jules as like a source of comfort. Yeah, because they were originally Definitely. just really good friends, and then maybe she sort of um, started to go, started to get some thoughts in her head. Yeah, um, and it helped her like yeah. be sober. But then she realized maybe they're not yeah, good for each also, other. Also, but then when you see her with Elliot. It's, yeah, um, that's a that's a big a big point. Do you, do we think Rue ever liked Elliot in that way? Yeah, definitely. I, think she I, did. I thought I thought they were going to get I with each other, would, and then yeah. Jules comes in and just snakes her. Yeah, snakes. Because I think I don't know if it's in season one or season two, but Jules is like asking Rue like, "How come you can't like tell me your feelings when she's sober?" Mm. Whereas she can easily talk with Elliot. So maybe in saying that, do you think Elliot will get with with or get together with uh, Rue or Jules. Um, I don't know if there's much space look, for Elliot. Man, I, I reckon he's. I don't reckon he's going to be in season three unless yeah. that's confirmed. Don't know. I mean, I think that song was just almost like his swan song. I think he knows that he's not good for her, um, and I, I don't mm. think he's going to be in season three. But I, I think Rue and Jules will, will, will find love. Wow. I, I really do. I, I actually yep. don't want to see it happen. I think I my, don't either. My prediction is that Jules is almost going to become a bit like Rue. I, I think we sort of saw a bit of it. Yeah, she uh, was, where she started gets to lose. really drunk and yeah. yeah, she was losing the plot a bit. Yeah, I think I've got a prediction that she might become a bit like that, and then sort of the roles reverse, yeah, and then Rue has to look Rue after tight. her. That's ah, a great take, man. Bit of a God. prediction there. Yeah, there we go. That is uh, a serious take there. Going a bit further away, but still on Rue, she. Got all the drugs off Laurie, the new dealer, and paid her back in like jewelry, which wasn't even enough. Mm. Then it kind of wasn't even talked about for the other two or three episodes. What's going to happen there? Man, I reckon she she escaped um, yeah. after being in the bathtub or whatever. It was so easy yeah. to escape. Like it, it just was, seems way too easy. Yeah, it yeah. Was Surely that left catches up with her. She was going to be sold to sex slavery, but I think. Rue's little sister getting into drugs might have something to do with Laurie potentially mm. getting the rest of her money. Wow. Whether um, she gets hooked on this is Rue's little sister I'm talking about. Yeah, yep, of course. Hooked on Laurie's stuff, whether she plays into it because she was smoking a bit of weed by the end of the season. Okay. So they could play off that. So that was my take for that. I think Laurie's definitely going to get the rest of her money somehow. Yeah, yeah. that's a great I take. I, in, in season two, I was definitely a bit lost with that. I was like, Hold up, what's going on here? Because yeah. you can't just—it was tens of thousands of dollars. So yeah, Rue just got away with murder. Yeah, I think that'll really. that'll catch up with her. I think. Yeah, it has to. I hope so. Because I think um, sorry, I was just going to say like I do not like like seeing Rue just get away with a lot of the stuff she did. Yeah, mm. um, she'd always and find then she'd a way. Always, to... I, I know it's hard. I couldn't speak from self experience, but uh, just the way that she acted a couple times. Mm. Um, I don't know. It feels like I was a bit of a dad, but it just annoyed me a bit. Yeah, yeah. even like when um, she's kind of going against Mo. Um, even when she bashed, was when she when she abused well. her yeah. mum was just like yeah. ridiculous. But yeah, even the mum was like, uh, "You're a bad. You're not a good person." Mm. Yeah. Um. So yeah, she made some mistakes this yeah. season. That's for sure. My mum says that to me every Sunday. Yeah, same. mornings. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, we already kind of. Touched on it, but is Ashtray still alive or is uh, that gone under the water? He dead, girl. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if he's yeah, not alive he in episode one, I'm turning it off. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next prediction, uh, Flexi. Fezco and Lexi, what's going to happen? Have to. Has to happen. I th- you don't reckon he's going to go to jail? 
Oh, his that's... blood was on the knife, but Ashtray killed. Yeah, I reckon he gets let off. So there were no drugs in the well, house. No, they, no, they, they, got rid of they, 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 they never toilet. kept it there anymore. Yeah, remember they, yeah, right. they got oh, them all they out after yeah. that. Sorry, yeah. sorry. Yeah, um, I reckon in that case, definitely. I reckon there's so much space for him in the season that they can't send him to jail in that sense. Like he's okay. he's almost become one of the biggest characters in the, in the show. Yeah. yeah. Um, I reckon he's going to get away with it somehow. Um, I did see in real life Angus Cloud, the guy who plays him, shaved his beard off. Wow. And there were some thoughts that because oh. Fezco has a beard um, and it would obviously take Angus Cloud a little bit of time to grow it back, that maybe he does go to prison, go to prison or, mm. he, you know, he's got Comes back less of a role. Or something. So um, I don't know if they're filming yeah, okay. yet. There's also or, a funny, sorry, just like a bit of an extra thing. There's also a funny video of him walking around a college in America going, don't do drugs, kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Angus Cloud. Yeah, He's really yeah. lapping it up, taking yeah. photos with Kendall, love and life. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, some, oh, like, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. There's yeah. a story Kendall where um, when he like first did Euphoria, someone came up to him. They're like, oh, you're from Euphoria. And he goes, no, I'm from J- Detroit. I'm <laughs> yeah, I saw Euphoria. that. I saw that today. <laughs> yeah. It popped up in my feed. That's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, next prediction, Maddie. Uh, she had a bit of a relationship with the babysitter mum, Samantha. Ooh, That's a great they had, they had something going on in the pool yeah, there. What the do pool. we reckon is going to happen there? Yeah, I think like- we're all hoping for something. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that? <laughs> oh, man. But, um, yeah, pool scene, I reckon there's more to come there. Yeah, yeah maybe. Yeah. There has to be. Yeah. What's, your, what's your guys' takes on Maddie? I'm not, I hate her. I, I don't know. I actually like her. I think she started to have a bit more to her, but then. Influenced by Nate? Nah, like on her own. But then, like, she just went back to being – because she obviously fought uh, Cassie at the end mm. and she just kind of went back to being that same, like, you know, yeah. hard bitch. Yeah. I think she carried on like a pork chop, if I'm going to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Where, I think yeah. she did it's carry on. It's such a high – and it's probably intentional, but it's just such a high school thing. Yeah, she's like the her, typical yeah, high school exactly. yeah, she is like, bad literally bitch. beating the shit out of you, mate, for getting with your broken up ex-boyfriend. Like, they were well broken up. I don't so, know about that. Couple man. weeks. They were getting and they were getting it's pretty back bad. on as well. But man, it's just such a high school thing. It is a high school thing. Maddie has really. a lot of great quotes in the season two, she actually. Does. <laughs> um, Give it, us one. Uh they're not appropriate. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure if you watch a bit of TikTok, uh, you'll see a lot of them. Speaking there. of TikTok, we're <laughs> <laughs> go and follow Cinema. Like Luke.Robertson98, uh, guys, Cut get on that. that. <laughs> <laughs> Notice he's got a few videos no on free plugs in here. You can give yourself a plug, don't you? Follow um, me on uh, Instagram, ed.swan. <laughs> uh, are Cassie and Maddie going to be friends again or are they done? There wasn't much talk about Cassie tonight. I'm pretty disappointed. Um, <laughs> she was a big character. Um, was, no, yeah. I'd, I'd like her to distance herself. Um, that's just my thoughts. I think that she has a big role to play in season three, mm. as I hope we all, we all hope that she does. Um, I think they're going to distance and then maybe – I I reckon Cassie almost becomes in a group with um, Jules. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. they Jules and they yeah. seem to click pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. Ma- Maddie, it, Maddie and Kat sort of belong in their own corner, and then I wouldn't mind Cassie joining the other mm. game. I reckon Maddie will extend the olive branch. I reckon probably midway through. Yeah, because she's season three. She's going to grow up. I reckon. Yeah. What do you reckon will love happen that. to the? Uh, Girl that vapes just randomly and doesn't say anything in the oh, group. the other friend. <laughs> <laughs> She'll continue to vape and yeah. do nothing. I watched this thing, this recap, obviously in preparation for this, um, where they just took, they're introducing it and they sort of compare them to the mean girls. The what, what do they call them? The plastics or something? Yeah, the yeah, plastics. Yeah, yeah. 
and they give each girl a, a a bit of a summary, and then they go to her, and they're just like, "We have no idea what, <laughs> <laughs> what role she plays, what her name is." That's so good. Babe girl just sits there, sits there, standing there. <laughs> um, last prediction: Is Cat gonna return or? Well, after this news tonight, I, I can't see it happening. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's I a bit of a bombshell. It was really like her – it was very noticeable how like her screen time was impacted upon. Yeah. And then looking into what was actually happening behind closed doors with McKay's departure, I yeah, I mean, I wouldn't care if she left, to be completely <laughs> honest with you. But, um, yeah, I, would, I wouldn't be surprised if she's gone. Sweet. She For did sure. cause quite, she, quite a bit of an entertainer, um, especially at the fair. Yeah. In that scene. Yeah, that, that was, was a pretty she, absurd She went scene. on a bit of a run there. but She, um, she did. Yeah. <laughs> I guess with that, will Ethan have a bit more of a role instead of Cap in season three? Oh. I know you want him to. I don't think so. I think he will. I think he played a big part in that play and I think he's – He's got a lot more to offer. I, reckon, I think he does. I reckon Ethan and Cassie are going to get together. <laughs> oh, I don't mind it. I don't mind it. Is that a joke? Is that a joke? A boy can dream. A boy can dream. I'm joking. Um, I don't mind that. That would give boys like us a chance. <laughs> to like, know that there's hope out there. Don't affiliate no, yourself no. with other people. No, <laughs> uh, no I'd, I'd like to see him gone. Yeah. Why? Fair enough. I don't know. I'll, as much as like the play just pulled me off him. I need a hero. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> him in the gym and he's like getting lifted up and he's like tidy whities. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think um, we'll see what happens with Ethan there. But um, nonetheless, some big predictions. I think season three will be big and hopefully it can redeem itself. So that is a wrap for this episode of Cinemates, a podcast for a bunch of mates. Chat about cinema over some drinks. Huge thank you to Charlie, Luke, and Ed for coming on the show. Thanks for having us. Thank you, Mika. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, And as always, uh, to the Cinemates community, please let us know what you want to hear about in future episodes. And if you want to send in a mailbag or do an elevator pitch as Pete did, uh, send us a DM on Instagram or TikTok at Cinemates underscore. Otherwise, we will catch you for the next episode. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Cinemates. If you enjoyed it, you can follow us and leave a review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and all other major platforms. Also, if you haven't already, check out our Instagram and YouTube channel for more Cinemates content and let us know what you've thought of this episode. In the spirit of reconciliation, we acknowledge Australia's first people as the traditional owners and custodians of the land and pay respect to the Camaragal people of the Eora Nation upon whose country Cinemates is based. We honour the storytelling and culture of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander communities across Australia. Also, in the spirit of chatting with mates, remember it's always important to check in with those around you, whether it's friends, family or colleagues. Sometimes they may be going through a hard time and chatting with them may reassure that they aren't alone. If you or anyone you know is ever struggling, call Lifeline on 13 11 14.